Everybody, welcome back to Ping. This is episode two hundred and forty-two. That's a palindrome episode. It is. It comes around once in a while. Once, once every. Don't ask me the math equation because I don't know what that ten-ish. was. They pushed me through math in that, high school. That so reminds me of uh, uh, you know what Sean Connery's uh, favorite sport is? No, tennis. Tennis. <laughs> so uh, two forty-two. Uh, last week we had Seth on. Uh, because you were off on your uh, adventure. I successfully found the fluff <laughs> and made myself a fluffernutter. <laughs> Which was, you were explaining to me I haven't had. So a fluffernutter is uh, fluff with Nutella, peanut butter, and sliced banana inside toasted white bread. Sounds, sounds pretty good. I am not a peanut butter person. This is something that people are often shocked about. Mm-hmm. It is Because like, you're obviously nutty. <sighs> <laughs> Peanuts aren't even a nut. They're a legume. Yeah, it's true. But... Let's 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 move on to what you guys had to say. <laughs> if you could create a uh, Tinker Play action figure, what would you create? And uh, I don't think I would ever actually answer it. But <laughs> Develop KC did say in a hundred years, people will be like, I remember when I had to, to 3D print all my own stuff, and then some genius person will come up with the idea of a store where you can actually go and buy them pre-built. Nice. Uh, it's funny because. Someone was talking about, uh, I was talking to someone recently about Amazon drone delivery mm-hmm. and how uh, someone was like, do you even need that? Have you ever had, a, ever had a time where you needed something like right now and you couldn't wait for Prime? And, and the rebuttal to that was, so you mean you've never been to a store? Yeah. And like bought something right now? Like, you, physical? Are they actually doing the testing for that in the U.S. yet? They just got approved. Because they were doing it in Canada. Or the, yeah, to get around the FAA. Yeah, yeah. So, so they were. They took them a long time for the approval for the original ones. That yeah. by the time the first approvals came by, those original drones were like outdated and stuff. So <laughs> the new rules are very, fairly restrictive. I believe they need to stay within uh, like sight of the operator yeah. and within a certain ceiling. But have I mean, it, enough to, to, to try the. Have, have you seen the beautiful 4K video drone footage? No. That, oh. I, uh, so a 4K NA... camera weighs something like 80 pounds or 90 pounds. Oh. And trying to get that camera onto a drone that can support that kind of a platform yeah. and make it usable has been a challenge with this one company. But that's the whole point. Like Drones can only fly yeah. because they're so light. Right. Once you have to carry them and carry a payload, that's so I'm, hope, I'm hoping the editor can find this video link to show you a little bit of this video, but it's absolutely Before gorgeous. we even get into our actual Before we get in the show. We, we have talked about Amazon. We've talked about printing. <laughs> um, but it's, it's absolutely wickedly gorgeous, this one particular one. Mm-hmm. And the guy basically said, this is either going to be really cool or it's going to be well over a quarter of a million dollar wreck. That's those are two. Those are really expensive things. You got it. Uh, the uh, National Association of Broadcasters yeah. uh, have their uh, annual conference down in Vegas, and that just happened this past week. Uh, one of my uh, coworkers went down and uh, apparently said like 4K everywhere. Oh like, yeah, 4K everything. Yeah. Have you upgraded to a 4K monitor yet? No, no. I've been. Uh, I've read about it. Uh, like, there's this sweet spot where you've got a. I see 29 or 39 inch. 39 inch probably makes sense for 4K. Yep. And you get a ton of real estate. You need to fix like your um, DPI settings so you actually get text you can read and stuff. I want it'd be beautiful for programming. I want dual or maybe even triple 4Ks, slightly curved, just to be able to have so that. Imagine psych, that psych, psyche, psycho, S E I K I. Yeah, yes. Yeah. Uh, they have what like one of the ones uh, a bunch of people I know uh, have bought. That is a. Uh, uh, 30 hertz at 4K, so perfect for using desktop stuff, and mm-hmm. then goes 120 hertz at a 
1080. I was going to nice. say 2K or like, <laughs> whatever that is. We can dream. We can anyway. Dream. Nothing uh, like seeing PowerShell at 4K. I need to learn more PowerShell, too. <laughs> use it, you don't use it enough. Fabulous Fad says, uh, Seth actually looked cool with the lightsaber up until it went off before... Listen, we're editing here. Hey. Uh, get him one of the newer ones from episode 7. Those are the ones that have like four... Yeah, little got things that stick out the bottom, it and there's a big just... argument about whether or not he'd be cutting off different pieces of his hand or his arm as he's using it, whatever it was. That's kind of the Star Wars lore, though. Everyone yeah. cuts off their hand, right? Yeah, that's, it's that's, true. That's, that's the thing. Very true. <clears throat> uh, I did claim the panda first, so uh, Fabulous Faz is going to go with something from Finding Nemo. Jellyman. Modeled against jellyfish. Uh, is it going to be transparent? I don't know, man. Can you 3D print transparent stuff? I'm assuming you can. It's all a matter of what kind of resin you put inside of it to yeah. make it work. Do you have any 3D printed things of yourself yet? I, I, do, I have not 3D printed I, anything. I, should, I will bring in. I have been 3D printed. Really? Yeah. Oh, you have. With the hat. Uh, is it a bobblehead? No. Can you 3D print bobbleheads? No, it's just a little figurine that sits on my desk. I want a bobblehead. Nice. So whoever has 3D printer out there and, and <laughs> modeling skills, because that's two things that I lack. I have access to a 3D printer. Just one at the garage I'm sure I could yeah, use. probably. If I could 3D model. So uh, that's all we've got from last week. We uh, did receive a tweet through the hashtag, hashtag Ping Show, basically uh, saying, thank you very much for shipping out nine guys. the nine guys. Sweet. So yes, there is a, a backlog of a bunch yes. and a delay in return mail and lost mail and lost routing and all that sort of stuff. But some of them have gone out. So don't forget to in the show. You'll get the address. You will. Uh, so uh, we, we had some notable mentions from... Uh, a tire company. <laughs> Did we really? <laughs> yeah, a tire company. Uh, we had some university people say some stuff. Uh, I saw some stuff. I didn't see a tire company. And then we had a re- lovely pictures of someone's dogs. Again. Yes. So that's oh, the second oh, time they said Oh, that. the postcards. Yeah, yeah, yes, yeah. yes, yes, I saw those. Postcards. I thought you on Twitter. I was like, what did I miss? <laughs> I swear I watched Twitter. Yeah, so it's lots of fun. We love them, and we have a wall that's growing and growing with more and more. Excellent, excellent. Let's get to the show. I know what I'm downloading tomorrow, and it's going to be a goat simulator for my Not ex- just a goat simulator. No, the goat simulator for Xbox One uh, and Xbox 360 uh, is now going to be available. Now, you're saying, see, this is new to me. Maybe it's not hip and trendy mm-hmm. and all the different types of games that are out there, but uh, apparently it's been around for, it started as a farce almost, as like an instructional, here's what you kind of do. It started as a like, lol, goats, yeah. like why would this be a real game, the, the, and people wanted it. They were making fun of all the different types of simulator type things that are out there, I think, yeah. and then they came up with this one here, and you can literally go <laughs> and <laughs> be a goat. <laughs> you get points for destroying things. You can get jet packs. You can interact with different types of objects and really strange physics and that sort of stuff. I mean, like goats and will eat anything. It's right? perfect for like I'm just sitting around drinking a beer and deciding to go on or off and wreak some havoc. It's funny because I've uh, there's, there are a lot of just simulators out there, and the one uh, I have played a little bit of as the demo is Euro Truck Simulator. Oh, yeah. You just drive truck routes. <laughs> <laughs> but I hooked it up to my big TV and with my Xbox controller, takes away PC, and just driving big rig around. And like, you get minus points for like breaking the speed limit or like going through red <laughs> lights. So you literally have to drive right, and it's a very uh, different experience. Uh, so this one here is a goats, no rules. Yeah, this one here is a comp- uh, combination development with uh, coffee stain and double eleven. Go off and try it out. So Goat Simulator is a parody of the inexplicably popular simulator games such as Train Sim, Farm Sim, and others. It's Dang. definitely good. Go ahead and get Goat Sim. So it's out already if you're watching this. Yeah. yeah. 
So, Rick, did you ever plug in uh, one of those cassette adapters in the uh, like in your car? Yeah, man. So the idea was, if you had a cassette player in your car and you wanted some different audio source, you plug in like the fake cassette and plug it into like a. I had a cassette adapter for my eight track in my '78 so Oldsmobile. So cassette to eight track adapter. Yeah. Let's just say the the eight track adapter. Yeah. And you had to put an adapter into that guy there to be able to use. Anyway. Old car. I had a very old car. It was my first so car. That was before school. my time. <laughs> it was my high school car. Um, I had a Pontiac Grand Am. Nice, man. Yeah, it had a cassette, which I had the cassette adapter. Anyway, so uh, inventor Jesse England has created something similar, but Bluetooth and a record. I don't get it. So it's a physical record that you put on a turntable. Yeah. And then you can hook that up to any Bluetooth audio so- source, so MP3s on your phone, and then play the music on your uh, turntable. How does the turntable, because it, you know, it feels the bumps that are in the vinyl to be able to tell you what kind of frequency. To, how does it so, do that? So, uh, he explains it somewhere in here, and I am not an inventor. The turntable's needles rest upon this ring, yeah, and the ring vibrates based on the music. So it's ah. it's emulating grooves okay. via vibrations because. Like, there's a certain response time in the right. needle, like, right, actually yeah, dropping, yeah. Yeah, so yeah. It, that, that's how it does that. I got And apparently, because uh, we all have these high-end turntables just laying around the house, right? I can actually resurrect my dad's old hi-fi that actually has not just 33 and 45, but also has 16 and 78. Can you play stuff backwards, too, so you can hear the hidden messages and things? <laughs> the turntable's so heavy that you can feel the whole mechanism torque when it starts. <laughs> the gerbil in the bottom still is cranking away at yeah. that. Um, so it's interesting. We've, we've come full circle from, uh, <laughs> uh, from old to new and modern and back again. And I feel like there's always going to be those people who, who like, want to go back to the old style. And, and vinyl still, I want to say, has had oh, a... Oh, this is going to resurgence know, for sure, man, for vinyl. It's interesting. Uh, yeah. I, I think it's pretty cool. I don't have space for turntables, although I do have, like, DJ turntables. Yeah. But... Um, <laughs> Different story altogether. Yeah. So check it out. Uh, there is no news whether this will be a commercial product or not. It's but he shows cool. the insides. There's a video. Uh, it's a pretty cool little project. Cable cutters. We've got some new options for you for watching TV on your Xbox One. A couple different options, actually. Yeah. Uh, first off is the announcement of the over-the-air tuner for the U.S. and Canada. Mm-hmm. So something that's already available in uh, several European countries. Yep. Is now you can buy a, uh, for example, a hapage, 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 a TV tuner, which is an external uh, hardware card uh, that you can plug into the Xbox and use that as your TV receiver. Right. Uh, we are actually also working with them to create one specifically for Xbox that will be a little cheaper than the ones that are available now. now you still are going to require a HD antenna. To be able to plug into either one of those. Correct. Two. Yes, the antenna to actually receive, right. and then the card does the encoding, decoding, whatever. The magical smoke. Uh, and then sends the signal up to your device. Mm-hmm. Now that'll allow you to watch things like what? Like uh, your PBS, your, your over the air, CBS, Fox, NBC, yeah. ABC, those general, your local stations, if you get your local news and uh, lots of network sports and things like that. Mm-hmm. We are also expanding support for the Xbox One digital TV tuner to, uh, this is on the preview, let me be uh, right. fair, on the, on the Xbox preview, to 11 more European countries, Austria, Belgium, Denmark, Finland, Ireland, Netherlands, Norway, Poland, Poland Portugal, Sweden, and Switzerland. Switzer. 
visit Vendor, uh, which is awesome. So there's a bunch of ways for you. Uh, that's a, a total of 19 markets that are going to be able to watch TV in one way or another via Xbox. So and this one, cool update. this one ties in as well to the fact that they've had some new releases with something we talked about earlier, which is the Sling TV stuff. Yes. So Sling now also has HBO as a channel. Uh, which is an add-on. Right. So if I want to get this correct, fifteen dollars uh, on per top month. of the twenty dollar per month bottle. Yes. Basically. So uh, I actually tried out Sling. Uh, so uh, for uh, context, my uh, RIT Tigers college I went to, yep. uh, their hockey team made it into the top eight of uh, of national hockey, mm-hmm. and they showed those games on ESPNU, which I do not have. So I immediately got my preview of Sling TV, added on the sports package, and I had ESPNU on my Xbox. The quality was good. Everything was happening. It was fantastic. In fact, I think if you ever streamed ESPN or other channels online through, like, the website, you know sometimes during commercials, instead of the commercial, you just get a, please wait, we'll be back. (laughs) It's kind of nice. Um, so I get you get all of the uh, this is sports center commercials, but yeah. the other ones just go away. So nice. got to watch all of that. I'm still I think on my preview month. I'm I'm still deciding whether it's enough for me. Combining this with my uh, local network shows is fantastic, though uh, channels. Uh, but yeah, sorry. Uh, HBO uh, started on H on April 11th, which happened to be a day before Game of Thrones seasons five right. started. I am not a Game of Thrones person. I don't know I, if you are. I I am not. I'll probably end up watching it all. Just do a binge watch. Yeah. That's what I plan on doing. Spoiler, the uh, story was leaked uh, a couple years ago when, uh, <laughs> when all the books were released. You got so, it. Uh, so those uh, collectively give you a whole bunch of new experiences for, so, for cable cutters. In theory, over-the-air HD for local channel access. Yes. And then specialty channels through something like Sling. Yep. You only have to pay for the hardware and HD TV antenna for the local stuff. Correct. And then... About thirty-five bucks a month. 20, yeah. 20 bucks for the base, and but then, then you'll still have packages. to go. You'll still have to go and pay for some kind of uh, internet access. I can't live without the internet. Right. Yeah. I mean, so that's yeah, quite cutting out the. The case. internet is kind of. I read this online. I'm totally stealing someone else's quote, but uh, the internet is like electricity of the previous century. Yeah. You don't need it to survive, but you're not going to thrive in society without it. Really. Nowadays. You got it. It's 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 pretty important. So well, it's getting closer and closer. I don't know if I can convince my entire family to go cable cut because we're really dependent upon it with our kids so what i'd recommend is what i'm trying is um get the sling preview for a month and then try to not use television i'm finding that there are things that aren't on there that i'm reassessing whether i need to see it or not true they have tnt so i can watch all the law and order i want (laughs) and that that consumes most of my time so it's that in sports center i'm pretty much sad (laughs) Uh, Comedy Central's not on there, but Comedy yeah. Central has its own app on Xbox, yeah, so yeah. there's that, but some of the, f- yeah, so I would say go dive in. Dive in, try it out. There's lots of trials and stuff you can you can see if it fits you. Exciting times. Probably a niche audience, but for those of you who compose your own music, uh, there is an app available that is exclusive to the Windows platform and for some very specific reasons. Mm-hmm. It's called StaffPad, which, like a musical staff and pad to write notes, it uses pen input. And the native pen input on the uh, Surface Pro is uh, turns out to be fantastic for actually drawing in your notes and, and editing music. Mm-hmm. Uh, they had actually looked previously for digital uh, digital inputs before, and there are several ones out there, but they really didn't hold up to kind of what the fidelity they could get on here. It's been getting fantastic reviews. Uh, 
even though it's priced at seventy dollars. I was about to say this is one of the, probably one of the most expensive uh, apps that I've seen in the right. store. Right, and it definitely is when you look at it compared to the normal apps you see in the store. Right. But for those of you familiar with something like Finale, mm -hmm. which is a again a they've been writing this software for decades or so, uh, that used to cost thousands of dollars and is now still in the hundreds of dollars mm -hmm. to the point where you could buy a like Surface Three or Surface Pro Three and the software and still come out ahead of where you were beforehand. And if you have everything mobile and, uh, and, and with the pen gesture. So they actually go into a lot of good detail in this article here. They talk a bit about the historical apps the, for what was able to be done and how right. that was not very intuitive because you had to write in a certain area right. and well, translate well, it over to Previously, you'd side. write it in like MIDI yeah, and yeah. then transfer it over, and it became a lot more of having to sit within your technical confines. Yeah. And for those of you who are creative or artistic types... It, it takes you out of that creative process. Like you just want to focus on the creation part and not have to worry about all these other constraints you have. This is one of those ways to take you out of that, get you back to just the hand to paper, hand to tablet uh, uh, way of actually just getting your creative ness mm -hmm. uh, out of you. So, uh, very cool. It's interesting to see this, these kinds of premium, like actually full robust apps appearing on the store in this way. I'm excited to see more like this. Did we cover this one before a little bit? No? No, no, never? Like, I thought we did a little bit. We did pants. Well, we did the pants. <laughs> We're talking about charging. I, I say key, you say chi. I say tomato, you say... Tomato? Okay, we're both the same that way. But uh, I've, I have, I carry and I sport a uh, Lumia 1020. It does not have built-in wireless charging, but you can get a little sleeve that snaps onto it and it works. My Lumia Icon does have built-in charging. Yes, uh, very, very handy. And I know that uh, running different builds of uh, phone software that's now available for people to go off and try, different battery life, and so having to try to find the charger is always very convenient yes. uh, for that. Uh, but IKEA's actually gone ahead and made it crazy easy, to quote-unquote the title, because I like that one, to add wireless charging to furniture. Yes. The idea is that uh, they mm. are actually marketing and selling some of their furniture designs with the chargings built in. Yes. But then they also have the ability to uh, have these very, very simple uh, circular pads that you can add in to existing furniture and uh, make it so that they will also have a nice resting place to charge your phone. Yeah, so the, there are some desks that, if you're familiar, will have a hole uh, in them for cable management. Yeah. Well, this charger fits directly in that hole. So right. that's one way of doing it. Yeah. Uh, like you said, they have the ones that are pre-built in. Then the third option is they're actually selling a very specific drill bit so you can cut this into, well, anything, really. Right. And then just uh, buy the charger and plug it in. Uh, they're also selling those sleeves, by the way, for, yep. uh, for all sorts of, of phones. Yeah, so as you can picture an uh, example here, they have some existing furniture that works, and they have like lights with little tables on them. They have uh, side tables. They have end tables. Uh, even like best, uh, what I call bedroom end lamps or side mm -hmm. lamps for your tables. Uh, all to be able to, to place that. In my living room, I have an end table that has a laptop stand, and I have my wireless charger right next to that, and yep. like cable managed out of the way. So if I'm sitting on the couch... My phone can just go right next to me and be charging and can grab it whenever. Don't my, have to worry about plugging it in. My nightstand table has one of those little charger pads on it that I got on sale mm. and just flop the phone down on top of that and I know it's going to be ready in the morning. I plug in my phone across the room so when the alarm gets off I have to get out of bed to turn it Ooh, off. There's a life hack for Unfortunately, you. Unfortunately, I need that. <laughs> Otherwise, I would not be at work in the morning. So from what I understand, uh, it's not available as of yet. It's going to be available sometime later on in the spring slash summertime from Ikea here in the U.S., I believe it's debuting over in Europe right okay. now. Uh, go ahead and check that out. And uh, like you said, they have adapters for those phones that don't have them.
Thanks for watching, Ping. This has been episode 242. That is 242 episodes in the can. Are we going to do anything for 250? Yeah, we're going to do something for 250. Yeah, we need to do something different. That's like two months away. We got time. <laughs> Not like there's anything going on in between then. Reminder, yes. uh, we've got a conference season coming up. So, uh, oh. Build is already sold out. Right. We uh, have Ignite, Ignite, which is already sold out. Is, is sold out as well. Really. Out so, as we well. got those back-to-back in uh, San Francisco and Chicago. Right. And we should probably publicize mm-hmm. something that I forgot to mention during the show. Yep. Which is uh, Mary Jo Foley is currently looking to uh, give away passes to a special Sunday event of craft beer and IT. If you go ahead and tweet with hashtag... <laughs> hashtag... Look, it's fixed. <laughs> hashtag beer IT. Beer? Uh, beer, uh, why craft beer and IT people just seem to go together? Uh, limited engagement. Uh, MJ is going to be uh, crashing... Uh, the Patch and Switch show. Patch and Switch are going to be there? Patch and Switch are going to be there as well. So, that's cool. We'll have notes in the So, if you happen to be in Chicago uh, that weekend, feel free. That You don't have to have uh, a pass or anything. It's not even related to Ignite. It's, it's just, just... So, if you're in the area, want to hang out with some cool celebrities... Yeah. Uh, please then beer it beer it is a hashtag for that one there. Uh, uh, as always, we will be streaming and hosting all the video content here on Channel Nine. Yes. So if you can't be there in person, feel free to watch live online and then afterward watch all of the content flow through on demand. Mm-hmm. Normally we ask a question at this point, but we're going to try some new technologies uh, and actually go with a poll, a live poll that we'll keep open until the next show. Uh, we talked about um, Goat Simulator. Yes. Uh, and uh, apparently, after watching the trailer, I found out that you can actually be a goat or a long-necked goat, which is known as a giraffe. So, using this URL right here and your device of choice or even the web interface, uh, go ahead and vote today which you would you rather be, a goat or a long-necked goat? I'm a classic kind of guy. I'd go with the goat. Yeah, I don't know. I'm going to say I'm going to stand up from the crowd because I'm always have this complex about uh, uh, being shorter than Joey Snow, uh, and so <laughs> I'm going to go with a giraffe. All right, we've picked our sides. Yeah. You got you got to pick yours. Don't forget to follow us on Twitter at but, oh, hashtag. Oh, you want me to go first? Oh, sorry. Hashtag. Hashtag. Bing show. Bing, Bing show. <laughs> you can find me uh, ever so smooth with the transitions <laughs> at, at sign RicksterCDN. At sign Mark DeFalco. And uh, don't forget, you want one of these little Channel 9 guys? You can also reach us uh, using good old-fashioned snail mail at uh, The Ping Show, care of Channel 9. Uh, what is it? Uh, Building uh, 20. Building 20, 1 Microsoft Way, um, Redmond. Redmond, Washington, 98052. 90, I, I was going to say 90052. See how hard physical addresses are? We made I them know. so much easier, just it's, hashtag. You got it. That's hashtag is far, far easier. So, um, I don't know, man. I think that's it. That's We're good. good. We're good. We'll see you next time. Thank you.